0: Welcome to the Startup Creative Podcast, I'm your host Kayleen Langford, founder of Startup Creative, your go-to source for straight up business advice. Hi guys and welcome back to the Startup Creative Podcast, I'm your host Kayleen Langford. It's been a minute guys, I haven't been here as an individual episode for a little while so I finally, it's five. 5.27 a.m. And uh, I woke up at 4.30 and have been reading this book called The Holographic Universe. If any of you guys have read it, you'll know what I mean. The serendipity of this book is that my friend Daisy, um, who was on the podcast actually, was designing this box for a job that she was doing and she decided to make it holographic. And I just went on this tangent of holograms and wanting to buy holographic things. Something about it just lit me up. I was like, I love holographic vibe looking stuff. So I literally went online and found holographic bowls, um, a candle, like whatever I found. And then people just started sending me like, oh, here's a holographic chair or here's a holographic. Punch bowls Then <laughs> um, they didn't physically buy them for me, but they were just like, if anyone saw anything holographic, they would be like, we should send that to Kay. Anyway, Daisy's going for a walk in Bondi one day and finds this book that's old on the side of the road called The Holographic Universe by Mal- Michael Tabolt, Tab- Tabot? Tabolt, and, um, T-A-L-B-O-T. <laughs> but, yeah, so she – and she calls me up at 7 because everyone also knows that I'm up at 5, ridiculous hours, um, but calls me and says, are you awake? I'm coming over for a coffee. I have something for you. And um, I was like, yeah, What do? like what did you do? And she walks in the door and she was like, I just found this book and I think that you need to have it. And – it's all about the holographic universe and so I had to bring it here straight away and I'd never heard it so the holographic universe is a theory so it's a scientific theory um which I won't go into um but very much based in quantum physics and research and um anyway so I get this book and I sit down on the couch once Daisy leaves and I was like, oh, I'm just going to read a couple of pages because I always believe that books come to you at the perfect timing of when you're meant to read them. And so if I open it and I'm hooked straight away, then now's the time to read it, right? Plus this the universe bringing it to me. Um, <laughs> I'm sounding lo- loofy, but it's this is actually just me, like, very excited. Um, so... I open the book. I lie on the couch. It's like eight o'clock in the morning, and I just could not put it down. And I was—I read like three chapters in a row, and then I physically had to put it down because it was just so articulate and mind-blowing, and helped me to understand a lot of, um, yeah, what I've I experienced in my meditations, but also very much on that Joe Dispenza path of. what you focus on expanse which is the topic of today's episode a very long-winded intro there for you but um, hopefully you enjoyed that story about how this book came into my life but also why it's just really opening up my mind and helping me to think a lot deeper and and really try to understand us as humans and especially in this time Where the world feels very broken. I don't know where you are listening to this, um, wherever you are. There is a lot going on. And I'm personally in Melbourne, heading into my eighth week of self isolation or or lockdown, living solo. Um, I've had, I moved back to Melbourne and I've had 10 of those 10 days out of the last two months um, in this. Being able to socialize and and live a life, so it's definitely taking its toll on me. And I know there's people way worse out um, off out there, and that doesn't even like get me started with the noise on the on the internet, you know, about certain topics, um, <laughs> vaccines. We've got countries being overrun. We, there's always a political conversation about our government. Um, it's just a lot going on and a lot of opinions and it feels ongoing, like all day, every day, somebody's got a new opinion. And I've personally started to really notice accounts that I follow. If, if it's a news cycle or even an individual, if it goes to, if, if the content is more heavy than it is, positive or or like um, engaging and connecting and supporting, um, then I've found myself having to just like step back a little bit because uh, out of protection of my own energy, which is the topic I want to chat to today about our energy fields that I've learned from Joe Dispenza's work for years now, HeartMath, do a lot of research around the human energy field and obviously my book, The Holographic Universe, not my book, but my favorite book, Okay, so here's how I am understanding this and using it in my life. Originally, science thought that matter was fixed, that it was solid and nothing could be changed or um, we had no control as our consciousness. The, The mind was associated with the church and matter and solid things around the world were associated with science and that nothing could be shifted. Then Einstein comes along and discovers that the atoms, which everything is made up of, is actually 0.00001% matter, and the rest is energy, which is the electron moving around the nucleus of the atom. And that gave birth to quantum physics of studying subatomic particles and the movement everything is moving and changeable in the world and dynamic right uh the cool part about this which joe explains in his book is that when scientists went to observe the atom then their consciousness and their awareness actually impacted when and where the electrons would show up in their when observing, which is the whole quote around what you focus on expands. So as a result, they started to dive deeper into the energy fields and the frequencies that travel throughout this world. So the easiest way to understand energy fields and frequencies is is what we know to be true in sound waves and light, uh, Wi-Fi, all of it is a frequency and frequencies carry information. What they then went on to discover is that the human body, because we are also made up of atoms and we are processing information and that our brain is firing and wiring and giving off uh, chemical reactions and energy impulses all of the time. And we are also... Producing a frequency. So we produce an electromagnetic field. Science has also evolved to be able to take photos of that field. We emit a light, each of us does, that is not visible to the human eye. And that light carries a frequency, and that frequency carries information. So each of us as human beings have our own frequency. Why I think this is important and what I've been reflecting on is that each of us right now, particularly in the world that we're living in, are responsible for what frequency we are putting out into the world. When the news hit for lockdowns in Melbourne being extended and a few other you know, chaotic things were happening in my life at the time, I noticed that my energy field, my frequency was dim and sad and anxious and um, felt very depleted. And I was in a cycle of thinking and doing, thinking and doing, and really worrying about the future and the past. I spent very little time in the present moment being aware of what I was thinking and how that was affecting my chemical reactions in my body and therefore affecting my electromagnetic field. So your field, your frequency, the energy that you're putting out will be a result of what you are thinking, what you are feeling, the emotions you have, the actions you take and who you're being in the world. So whatever you're putting into your brain is going to be part of the data that your brain references for how it behaves, how it thinks, how it speaks to other people, and therefore how you are acting and being in the world and therefore will program into your electromagnetic field and radiate out into the world. I was in a cycle of really worrying and consumed by screens and data and news cycles um, and could then see that reflection in how I was acting um, with anxiety and lack and fear and overwhelm. So what I had to do is really go to a place of sitting down and trying to create space between my thoughts and how my body was responding to those thoughts. So Again, something I've learned through meditation practice is that our thoughts create our reality. What we focus on, what we feed our brain will be input data as to what we can reference and how we perceive the world and then also give way to how we act and how we respond. So in this cycle of thinking and feeling and and spiraling, I sat down, I journaled out all of what I was worrying about and just put it on paper from the big world issues to my personal health and well being, and my business and my relationships and everything. And then I was able to create space. So good old meditation practice from grade nine. I'm pretty sure I got taught this is allowing your thoughts to come in and then move out, just like clouds passing by, like watching them, creating space, because your thoughts is where your actions and emotions uh, begin. So you just think of a computer program here. If you type something into the program, then the program responds and will create whatever is necessary to to take that order from whatever you've typed in as the coder, right? Um, the same thing happens. Whatever we're thinking is how our body and how we speak is how our body will respond with a chemical reaction. So a good example is that if you say you're going to kick that ball, um, then your body will um, will do what needs to be done in order to meet your make your foot and <laughs> kick the ball when it approaches, right? Um so when we're not being consciously aware, our thoughts come in and we go into automatic pilot and we respond to them straight away. So if you're feeling that ang- anxiousness or the overwhelm, the first thing to do is to try and step back and observe and create space between what you're thinking and then what you, how you're acting and how that's playing out in your life. Really tough lesson to do when the thoughts feel like they just don't stop and I know definitely for me being in lockdown it's like I get so sick of my brain (laughs) and wanting to to shut it down and to stop it from overthinking I think the decision fatigue of you know having to make all the decisions and not having breaks in the day for you know for a normal social life or whatever definitely contributes to that. But it is here to teach us a lesson and for me it was definitely a a very strong lesson in digging deep into my personal practice and being able to take back control of how my life was playing out and starting with my thoughts. So journaling them all out, observing them and then being like which of these thoughts are creating a reality that are serving me and which is... Creating anxiety and fear and overwhelm. Because at the end of the day, we're all responsible for what the end result of our life and whatever is happening in your life, however you're feeling the emotions, the actions, the relationships, your circumstances um, can all be traced back to, you know, your perception of the world and, and your thoughts and, and what you're focusing on and what you're giving energy to. So for me, there was a lot of fear and anxiety and overwhelm and frustration of the constant cycle of thinking and feeling like I didn't have control. So taking back the reins and creating space between my thoughts and my emotions and um, and checking in with what was real and what was autopilot of uh, not creating space and having a practice. So if that's something that you would like to practice, then meditation, like sometimes, and I've been there, you just, you really don't want to. It's like, it feels counterintuitive when you're stressed and overwhelmed and you feel like there's, you know, there's no point or there's not enough time in the day. Um, it's a really good practice to be able to stop and observe your life from, from an outside perspective and really check in with what you're feeding your brain and, as a reference with, you know, the, the data and the media that you're putting in and then also what you're thinking and how that's playing out in your life. So coming back into the present moment, um, cold showers or jumping in the ocean or, or going for a walk in cold air is another good way to come back into the present moment. Fun, laughter, pleasure, pleasure. Uh, another really good one that I practice or try to dancing, just taking my mind off the autopilot of thinking and trying to come back into some level of control of that autopilot process. And so why this is all relevant is because whatever I am putting out into the world or what, however I am being as a person is inevitably going to be added to my electromagnetic field and radiated radiated out through my frequency in the world. And at a time where we doesn't feel like we have much control over anything, for me, this was a way that I could come back into the driver's seat of my life and my energy field and who I'm surrounding myself with and what data um, is going to contribute to a higher vibration versus a lower vibration of depleted energy and why I think this is important message for everyone at the moment is because it's, it's something that we all can do we can all sit back and observe what we what we're experiencing in our life and try to take back some control by observing our data input, our thoughts, our actions, and ultimately our energy field, which has the power to impact the world for good or for bad. And I think for me right now, it's, um, it's really I, – and I always just like, you know, waves in an ocean, if there is a nice, flowing, easy wave that is coherent and calm and a beautiful, you know, soft day at the ocean – like that's a energy field that is going to travel further, that is going to be calming, that is going, you know, can project out up to meters outside of a human body in a coherent state. And this is what Joe studies and collects data on at his um, events. Um, and his book, uh, Supernatural, has a lot of uh, research in it around this um, versus the wave that is crashing and choppy and, and chaotic right it's like it's it's a more stressful and you know i think that this is the theory behind manifesting and you are who you spend time with is because if one person's the choppy ocean the other person is like that calm you know ocean then those two waves will may take time I think eventually they could um, but initially they wouldn't be able to to meet up and join and to be in flow together they would be out of alignment and so you know we if we can create that coherent space of I'm taking charge of my life regardless of what's going on around me I'm going to choose what energy I'm receiving into my into my field and into my mind I'm going to take charge of my thoughts, which will then impact my actions and whether my actions are going to be calm and centered and, um, kind and compassionate or the chaotic, um, anxious, you know, all over the place, sometimes even angry energy that we're seeing a lot of right now. And I I just like this research, this thing that I thought was pretty cool and interesting. And I'm just going to put it out there. It's very, much just from my meditation practice but this research that I read was showing that because we've been able to measure the human frequency and of lots of different people they can even take photos of it now but a general person with a frequency can be around 250 cycles per second Somebody with a high vibration, what the studies call like a mystical personality. Um, so maybe, you know, like a healer or, you know, those people were just like, oh, that person's woke. Their vibration can go up to about 900 cycles per second. Um, and in that energy field of a high vibrational person, they can measure up to 200,000 cycles per second in that person's energy field, which then if you compare that to the frequency of a brain when it's processing information um, is much, much larger. And so the research was concluding that the energy field of a human being has the ability to process information in a far more complex and dynamic and organized way than the electrical activity of the brain. And so for me, that is where I really like to to master my energy and be like, how do I emit an energy, that is loving and kind and abundant and safe and compassionate, because that information is can be transmitted much faster and in a more potent way to the people around me than doing or saying anything could. And you know I, I think about this a lot because you know you you know when you align with someone when, you listen to their podcast or read their book or follow them on Instagram or stop and read their caption or you want to be in the room with them, Um, it's likely because they're transmitting an energy and that is high vibrational and inspiring for you or on that same level of where you're at because you're a match, right? And it's easy to also see the opposite where you're in a room with someone and you're just like, I do not vibe with this person at all. So just a cool little reflection back to, you know, science proving that we have this electromagnetic field that is carrying energy and how it is being used to transmit a message around the world right now, but always, and maybe for another episode, but I, yeah, there's there's lots of um, cool facts and things that are in this world of quantum physics about how you know our whole world is made up of energy, and the world of quantum physics and neuroscience, and they're really trying to understand consciousness and even where does the electron go when it's not <laughs> um, when it's not being observed by the scientist. Um, is that there's this intense energy field that is accessible to all of us, and for me, that is a practice that I do in my business, and I don't talk about it that often, but we definitely do with coaching clients who who love this stuff as well. We we go on big long tangents, but um, you know, using tapping into that energy field and and getting out of our minds and becoming present in a meditation practice or a journaling practice and really asking the question of the energy that's in and around you of you know why am i here and what am i doing and and how can i be of service so yeah that's a whole nother topic let me know if you would like me to attempt to dive into that um, or maybe find an expert who can really understand it for us but If you want to do some further research, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza, his other book, Supernatural, is also great on this topic and the holographic universe have been incredibly helpful for me to understand it from a scientific point of view. Um, So, yeah, to bring it back is I think right now if you're feeling overwhelmed or stressed or anxious, I highly, highly recommend Coming back into your body, trying to shut down the thoughts, really observing what you're thinking, what you're putting into your brain, and then how that's playing out in your life with your emotions, with your well-being, with your relationships, with your business. All of that is a reflection of whether it's in alignment and in coherence and in flow or if um, if it's chaotic, then you you know whatever your feedback you're getting on a day-to-day basis is an indication of where you're at so reverse engineer it you know look at look at the chaos journal it out which is exactly what I did and then you can you can work backwards and be like what is the belief system or what am i thinking have I been thinking or allowing um, for this state of being to have arrived in my life? And then from that place you can choose what you focus on and allow that to expand the good stuff, the compassion, the kindness, the love, the abundance, the the hope, the opportunity. Because if each of us can do that right now and take charge of our own nervous systems and our energy fields, and we can be consciously aware of projecting kindness and compassion and love and understanding and help out into the world with our energy fields, um, then we have the ability to impact and transmit that that energy and that message and that information to other people and raise that vibration um, of the world into a calmer space. Sending so much love to everyone out there and hope you're all doing okay. Give me a shout if there's anything I can help with. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning into the Startup Creative Podcast. If you get a chance, head to iTunes and leave a rating and review. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you get notified every time there's a new podcast up. See you next week.